right. We are the Three Count Podcast and you can't teach that. I'm your host, Dylan Chambers, with all, as always, with my co-host, Ben Hobden. And guess what, Benny? We're free. Free, finally. Out of lockdown. You're looking good. You're looking good. I'm not so much, mate. I still haven't got there. Well, you know, you've fresh, been... Fresh you've cuts. Been, you've been busy, you know, down at down at the Orient, back to work. Uh, how's work going, mate? Mate, it's it's getting there. We're, we're understaffed, busy, but stressful. And, you know, we love it. We love it. We get through. We punch through. So, so if, come on down to the Orient and have a beer. Hey, if you if you want a job in a bar, head down to see Ben at the Orient. He's got plenty of jobs going. Hit me up on the socials. Go go help him out. Yeah. So we've got a great show for you today. We're going to go through the, the Crown Jewel card. We're going to look at all the happenings in AEW. There's been plenty, all the latest news. And don't miss later in the show, we're going to have another three-count draft. And this one's going to be a fun one. Tough. It's, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, Benny and I are going to draft a card as if we're putting on an epic WWE Saudi Arabia show. Loaded money, money will be no object. So uh, look out for that one later in the show. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button. Benny, let's get into the news. What is on your radar? Uh, mate, Big E. He was at the Tyson Fury and uh, Den- Deontay Wilder fight. Uh, gave him all the intros. That was good to see. I thought he was only going to do the uh, Wilder one and then obviously did both. So he, he good to see him getting out there, getting his name out there and being the champ. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, like you said, he did the Wilder one to start with and I thought that would be it. Then he did the Fury one. So he was obviously part of the, the broadcast coverage. But yeah, great to see him getting his face out there, getting to be known as WWE champion. It's, it's good stuff for Big E. Yeah, and he got a good pop and everything as well. I think the crowd loved it. Everybody was really into it. Oh, yeah, and dropped like, When dropped... I seen him come on the TV, I was like, boom, yes, this is sick. So... <laughs> I was like, honey, honey, that's big. <laughs> <laughs> um, and dropped a couple of New Day lines in uh, in all the promos too. So that was that was good stuff. Good to see. Yeah, definitely. What did you uh, think of the on... fight? Oh, mate, brilliant. One of the best heavyweight fights I've ever seen. Uh, very, very happy that Fury won. But uh, it got him with that little three-piece at the end. Down goes Wilder. It was brilliant. As was I. I yeah, gamble responsibly, but I did have money on uh, Tyson Fury to win. Just a little, just a little tipple. Nothing too crazy, but uh, yeah, it was incredible. You know, it just went back and forth, and you know, Fury was going down, then Wilder was going down, Fury was going down, and yeah, incredible. So many, so many knockdowns. Like it was just crazy. Incredible slugfest. Fury went down twice in one round. Yeah. Crazy. One more time and the fight's over. Yeah. So it's incredible it's, it's weird. stuff. It's weird. A slugfest. And as we often say, do yourself a favor and go and watch it if you haven't seen it, because it, it was incredible. Definitely. Yeah. It was an amazing fight. Now, uh, Gable Stevenson. Yeah. Speaking of kind of real. Debuting at WrestleMania 38. Speaking of real athletes. Yeah. WrestleMania 38, possible in ring debut. So uh, too soon. Uh, I think so. But he's got a lot of training. He's, he's down at the at the performance center and stuff like that. But I just think it's too soon. I don't, I don't know how good he's going to be by then. Yeah, it's it's not very long. It's about six months. I think he's still uh, doing wrestling training at the moment as well um, for college. So maybe too soon. But, you know, Kurt Angle picked it up very quickly. He's got all the, the mat moves sorted. Um, 
yeah, they're, they're going to focus on the technical side of things, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And Angle was great when he came out. So hopefully Gable's got the same kind of uh, personality and, and kind of... Did you we see, when, see. They when they introduced him when he came out that time? He was like, he couldn't even look at the crowd properly. He was like, uh, hello. It was, yeah. it was weird. It was very weird. Time will tell. I think that will be... Yeah, the technical side he's got down pat. I think there'll be a lot of promo work happening. Yeah. Um, now we move on to two Aussie girls, uh, formerly known as the Iconics, now the Inspiration, double eyes. Double eyes. Uh, they've joined Impact. Uh, and they, <laughs> they're going to take on Decay for the Knockouts Tag Team Championships at Bound for Glory. So their debut is going to be out of pay-per-view for some titles. Yeah, that's fair. They've, they've done enough, I guess. They're, they've been champs before. They deserve it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Good to see Aussie girls make good. And we've got quite a bit of Aussie news going on. Uh, do you have something on Buddy Murphy? Buddy Murphy, yeah, he signed with New Japan. So that's, that'll be good to see. Hopefully he goes well over there because uh, he's got some good talent, I think. Buddy. Yeah, Buddy, Buddy definitely has got some great talent. You know, I think a lot of people thought he would uh, end up at uh, Impact or AEW, but... Just didn't end up happening, but New Japan's a great spot for him. Hey, you get to live in Japan, make a lot of good money. Hey, plenty of people have done it. They've all made good money over there, so. That's right. The way to go. That's right. Uh, what about speaking of Australian women with championships, Rhea Ripley? What's poor, going on there? Poor old, poor old Rhea. She uh, lost or had her bag stolen in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque. Albuquerque. So, uh it included uh, the title belt that she had for the women's tag team championships. Now, not the real title belt. They are uh, WWE give wrestlers replicas, um, but you know, they're, they're proper replicas. They're pretty expensive title, pretty expensive titles. It's for them to take pictures with carry around and whatnot. Uh, and they keep the real ones for TV. So still a, a pretty big loss there. Yeah. Um, and, and, she lost all her ring gear too and had a house show in Texas. So what did she do, Benny? She stole Damien. Well, she didn't steal them. She borrowed Damien Priest's pants to do the live event. It's good to see them keeping up and you know having a it's, bit of fun with each other. It's funny they, though. If, if you see pictures good, from it. Friends. Yeah. If you see pictures from it, you would not know that they're Damien Priest pants. I mean, they got the same kind of vibe, same kind of feel. So it kind of worked. I was going to say... Damien Priest Prince would work for her, I guess. That's that kind of works. Yeah. So that worked pretty good. Uh, what else we got happening? We've got uh speaking of women, Paige uh teasing a re another return on the socials. She put pictures of her boots and uh the Divas Championship up on the wall and a little bit of a thinking emoji. Little thinking. Is she coming back? Can she get clearance? It'll be interesting to see, hopefully. Yeah, we'll be hey. Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, he's done it. Edge has Edge, done it. So Edge, yeah. oh, why Christian. not Paige? Why not Paige? Now, sticking with WWE, we had uh, a title change hands on NXT. Yeah. Swerve, Isaiah, lost his title to uh, good old Carmelo Hayes, cashed in uh, his, with his title shot from the new uh, NXT breakout tournament. So that was good to see. Yeah, yeah, it was good to see. And now, you know, kind of not surprising that... Well, Swerve's going up, so... Swerve lost as he's going up. But, yeah, good for Carmelo Hayes. You know, he he is legitimately a breakout star of NXT, so... He looks good. He does look good. He, he looks incredible. Um, speaking of uh, Hit Row, uh, we have Top Dollar from Hit Row dropped a diss track on... On the uh, Young Bucks. 
on on possibly the young bucks you know possibly possibly the young bucks uh talking about their sneaky game saying that uh, their sneaky games all for show all for tv uh they're not real sneaky heads so yeah interesting fighting words. them fighting words them fighting words um and speaking of you know another segue got lots of segues going here AEW and WWE going head to head. They finally did go head to head in the ratings. Yeah. We had a, a supersized SmackDown, which went for a half hour longer than usual, crossed over with Rampage. And uh, good to see for those of us who, who like AEW, you know, competition uh, makes it better for everyone, I think. But AEW kept up with WWE and even beat them in a few key demographics like males 18 to 49, which is us. That's us. Uh, and people age 18 to 34, which is not us. We're still up. Oh, no, it's not us. Damn. No, we're close. but We're old, us. man. We're old. But yeah, uh, AEW keeping up. I think it's good. I, I think, obviously, SmackDown being a bit smart by, well, smart or I don't know what the right word is, but pushing it for that extra half an hour. And I, as, I just think there's too much. It's hard for us to watch everything. That's the issue. Yeah. Like, especially over here. Like, we're fans. We want to watch it all. We want to talk about it all. We want to see it all. So we don't care. We're not a fan of one or the other. We just love it all. Yeah. So stop putting them head to head. Just let it all happen. Why keep, does it have to go head to head? Please keep them all on different days. We're begging exactly. you. Exactly. We're spoiled for choice you. at the moment. So just, <laughs> just spread it out. Different days. We're happy. We are. We are very spoiled for choice. Now, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, no news has come up yet as to where he's going, but his non-compete will end on October 29, which is in about two weeks. Yeah, um, he's been throwing a few little tidbits out on the socials saying that he'll feed his baby birds soon. And, uh, and there were rumors going around that, uh, he was too heavy and that's why WWE wasn't a fan of him at the time. He posted a picture of him as the fiend saying looking lean fiendy. So he obviously, maybe there's some truth to it then. Hey, look, lockdown. We've all put on a couple of kilos, mate. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, he did, he did reply to a tweet. Somebody wrote a tweet to Dan House and a bring of honor saying that they should have a match together. And he wrote back, we should unite instead. How very evil of us. Mm. So maybe a little little thing going on there with Ring of Honor. So see how that goes. There you go. You know, and speaking of, geez, there's segues are plenty. Segway. Keep segways are plenty. Uh, we've got Braun Strowman, uh, you know, formerly of, uh, you know, WWE fame has uh, been spotted having a meeting with Scott Demore from Impact. Yeah. He's obviously putting his feelers out there. Yeah. He's got to go. Like anybody will sign him, I guess, if he wanted to. He's just going to, I think he's going to play the full, uh, the pool for a little bit and get what he can. Yeah. He's going to be a huge signing wherever he goes. Yeah. Um, we've got Sasha Banks uh, had an interview with the New York Post. Um, they asked her why she didn't wrestle at SummerSlam and kind of came off. I don't want to say the word snarky. That's probably not it. But she wasn't impressed with the question. Uh, and she said they'll have to wait for the book or the documentary to find out. They're not the WWE network. They're not getting her views. Yeah. I don't know if this is a Vince thing telling her what to do or not, but she, she seems very heelish. It's very, uh, it's very weird. There's something going on there. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, keeping it, keeping it with uh, women on the WWE roster, Paul Heyman has hinted that Naomi may already be a member of the bloodline. Uh, that just because it hasn't been seen on TV doesn't mean she's not already at the table. Yeah, it will be interesting to see where they go with this. We've been speculating this for quite a long time. Yeah. So it, it does make sense, but I mean, who knows? I mean, it will be perfect, right? She's feuding with Sonya Deville, who is the head 
of of SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. And the bloodline often doesn't get along with the head of SmackDown. So it would fit really well for her to kind of join with them. But well, yeah. also, does Paul Heyman still have a seat at the table after this week? Ooh, well, we know. will find out. We'll touch on that later. We will find out. Uh, just quickly, last bit of uh, female WWE news. Lacey Evans has given birth to her second child. Um, there was... Ric Flair's a dad again? <laughs> of what? course, she left WWE and it seemed like she was trying to get out of her match by being pregnant. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she's had her second child, a home birth. Uh, interesting. Power to her. Power to her. Now, we'll move on to AEW news because there's plenty going on in AEW. There is. Now, they've just signed former MLW, GCW, and Ring of Honor wrestler Lee Moriarty, who's a bit of a big name on the indies. So, and he had his first match on, on AEW not too long ago. So it's a good signing for AEW. Yeah, definitely great signing. Uh, we've also got uh, AEW has announced a world title eliminated tournament, and the finals are going to be at full gear. So the bracket is we've got John Moxley against Preston Vance, Orange Cassidy against Powerhouse Hobbs, Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson, and Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. What does this scream out to you, Benny? Mate, we all know where it's going. It's a lock-in for the final matchup of Brian Danielson versus Moxley. Don't you agree? Surely, surely. That'll be an absolute classic, Moxley and Danielson. My only thing is possibly Cassidy could get the win over Moxley, but I, I think like if they want to give him a push, something stupid could happen, a bit of a schmoz or something like that. But what a match that would be, Moxley versus Danielson. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's the pay-per-view match, right? I mean, I am looking here. You could have John Moxley against Eddie Kingston. Yeah, you could. Uh, I don't think it would happen, but I mean, it could. Yeah, well, there you go. But look, as for AEW, there's been plenty happening. Now, Rampage aired before Dynamite last week. They had a special Saturday night Dynamite. The first match on Rampage was an absolute classic. Yeah. Now, if another one of those, if you haven't watched it, do yourself, do yourself a, favor. a favor. Brian Danielson, Minoru Suzuki in this brutal Japanese strong styles type fight. Yeah. They just beat the absolute bejesus out of each other. Um, Danielson ended up getting the pin in the middle of the ring in the end, but it was just some of those shots. I was like, how, how is how is he not knocked out? One word we use on this pod quite often is brutal, and that was pretty brutal. Yeah, uh, there was just this there's this forearm by Suzuki straight into the head of Danielson, and it, it yeah, he he didn't give he didn't give much. Just with all of Danielson's issues in the past as well, though, you just instantly say, "Oh, what are you doing?" Like, yeah, but I think that also ties in with the them two in the final as well because they've both fought Suzuki recently. That's I true. Mean, that could be something else that they could go down that line. That is true. Now we had CM Punk. He remains undefeated after beating Matt Seidel. They're just going to keep, keep piling these wins on CM Punk against these mid-carters. You know, when when are we going to see something? I don't know. I think he's got to get the ring rust out. I, I, he probably already has, but I mean, uh, they'll feed him a couple more, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be going for a while. Now, Gigi Dos Santos made his uh, in-ring pro wrestling debut in a six-man tag match with Ethan, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky against the Inner Circle, what do you think of Dos Santos's uh, in-ring? You know debut? what I think. You know what I think. We've spoken about this. I can. It's terrible. <laughs> he looked terrible. 
he like those those elbows that he was throwing. I was like, they should have just done like Brock first RKO at SummerSlam that time and just let him throw them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just go hard and just let it happen. And yeah. I think I think like the inner circle guys would have been in for that. You know what I mean? Jericho, just, whatever he likes. Jericho he loves that. He loves it. Yeah. It just it just looked. It just didn't look right. I just, yeah. it, it, it's disappointing. That was really a letdown for me. But I mean, hey, look, he's he's green. You know, like fingers crossed, something something can come out of it. Whether it's a one-off, whether he's going to keep going or not. But yeah, it was tough for me to watch. To be I fair. mean, I am, I am enjoying this whole American Top Team with all the oh, all the I MMA the fighters kind of I getting into story. it. I mean, the the match was finished. Jorge Masvidal did a running knee on Jericho while the ref was being distracted by Paige Van Sant. You know, who who thought we'd say that about wrestling? Yeah. Paige well, Van Sant distracting a referee, Jorge Masvidal giving a knee. Jericho um, absolutely gave it to Paige Van Sant as well in a, in a promo the other day. So that was <laughs> like, he, he did not hold anything back. So, I mean, there's a good story there. It's just a matter of how they work it. There is. And they're going to keep this going. I'm, I'm sure we're going to see Masvidal in a match at some point. Yeah, well, it's just he, they reckon he's going to go back to the UFC. So I mean, where's that going to work? Whether whether Dane is going to let him happen or not? But yeah, yeah. as as you mentioned, uh, Scorpio Sky got the pin after uh, Masvidal hit the knee on Jericho. American Top Team continued to beat on Jericho until Santana and Ortiz made the save. So you know that whole inner circle American Top Team Men of the Year thing is going to keep going on for a little while. I think um, we then moved on to a special Saturday Dynamite. Uh, which had a great match of Dante Martin against Malachi Black, which um, I like Dante. He's he's great fun to watch. I, I think he needs work on the in the charisma department. Yeah, yeah, there's not much there. Certainly in ring, he's incredible, and even got a bit of a a nod of approval from Malachi Black after the match. So, which is surprising from Black because that doesn't really happen very often. So that's right, that's right. Now, what happened with? Uh, one of your favorite tag teams, Benny. Favorite tag. Well, let's just talk about my uh, my recently drafted boys, FTR. They came across as Las Superranos, which you're fluent in Spanish. Still, what does it translate to? That is Super Frogs in Spanish. Super Frogs. Yeah, they uh, they beat the Lucha Brothers for the AAA Tag Team Championship after Dax hit Phoenix with one of the belts while the ref was distracted by our, our good old mate Tully. Yeah, and uh, they got the win. So. Those, those green luchador outfits were so bad. And, and what I was saying, it reminded me exactly of the old gimmick uh, Los Conquistadors by Edge and Christian with yeah. the concerto just, in those gold suits, those yeah. bright gold suits. <laughs> the gold suits, just absolutely terrible looking luchador outfits. I love it. So, yes, wow. Las Superanas. Las uh, Superanas. AAA Tag Team Champions. Interesting. <laughs> um, we then had Hangman Page. He came out. He delivered a great promo ahead of his match at, uh, at Full Gear with uh, Kenny Omega. So that's going to be a fun one. And then, surprisingly, Back Brian Danielson up. backed it up. Backing up. Uh, you know, he had the, the brutal match with Suzuki, and then he took on Bobby Fish, who, you know, he's, he can, he's pretty snug sometimes himself. Um, yeah. And, and he did. He did manage to get the win and remain undefeated. So, yeah, he's still undefeated, which is good to see. I guess they need to keep pushing that. He, yeah, how much I money they, they cost him and stuff like that. They they need to push that a little bit. Do you, are you enjoying uh, the whole, uh, you know, undefeated? You know, your your win loss record in AEW. It's different. It, it's it's something different, which I don't mind. Um. It reminds me of the old, I think it was the old uh, Mayhem game on WCW Mayhem where you had to like get win-loss records and stuff like that. So yep. just to like be able to 
like progressing the game and stuff. So I guess that's all right. Something different. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like I like to be able to see, and they kind of keep it with this is their record this year. You know, they don't they're not keeping it too far in the past because otherwise, you know, it kind of gets lost in the weeds if it's you know a five year record or something. Yeah, exactly right. Well, that was what is happening in AEW. Plenty going just, on. Just one other thing. I don't know if you've seen it. Do Booker T calling out Tony Khan? Wow. No, I did yeah. not see that. Yeah. He, so this is the quote he said. I've only read, read the headline quickly. I haven't gone into the article. I've just seen it recently. But he's like, I think that uh, Tony Khan is acting like a little schoolgirl and he doesn't sound like a boss after the way he's been talking about WWE. So Booker standing up for WWE, which I'm surprised with, really. I know he still works for them, but you'd think Booker would have jumped ship a long time ago to AEW. Well, I mean, Tony Khan's had a bit to say. You know, he said that there was an episode of Raw that was terrible and you know, you know, we're competing with them here. We're competing with them there, but yeah, I don't think he said anything that bad about it. Uh, Eric Bischoff came out and kind of said the same thing as Booker yeah. T as well. So Just shut your mouth. I think Bischoff said, didn't he? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Tony Khan's getting himself out there and all the dirt sheets are eating it up. So yeah, it's working. Uh, we've talked about it as well before in the past that I've always said, Tony Khan, it's like a little rich kid who's just, got all this money and just wants to build his own little competition and playing with yeah. his toys and stuff like that. And I think that's a couple of old school wrestlers are looking at it the same way. Yeah. He's think, playing, he's playing general manager mode in. Uh, yeah. Smackdown versus raw general. Smackdown versus raw. That's what it is. <laughs> um, and just quickly, another quick, interesting stat that I seen. I don't know how legit it is. So don't quote me on this, but uh, match finishes so far in 2021 relating to DQ, no contest, double DQ or double KO finishes. AEW's had two. WWE has had 73. Oh, wow. So, I mean. Different styles, different styles. Very right? different, very different. Different styles. Uh, I think it, it kind of makes you feel like WWE are very much going with the, this is about storyline. Yeah. Right? Uh, and yeah, AEW want, want the numbers. And speak. Of numbers, they're also going to go head to head at uh, the New York Islanders' new arena, UBS Arena. Uh, so, Raw's there on the 29th of November. AEW's debuting there on the 9th of December. Apparently, AEW sold out, but Raw have slashed their tickets in half to try and sell. Wow. So, I, I have. I, I, heard... mean, I, I feel like Raw or well, well, WWE would have a bigger crowd anyway. So, I mean, maybe they're just trying to do that. And AEW would have sold less tickets to definitely sell out. But I mean, it still doesn't look good when you're selling them for half price and and yeah. I, I have heard that Raw has been struggling with with selling tickets. Uh, and they had, I think Roman Reigns was on a Raw show recently specifically just to sell boost tickets. The yeah. Boost the ratings and sell tickets. So I mean, once with the roster shakeup, it's gonna make things a little bit fresher. So they probably won't have a problem with it. And I'm sure Royal will have some good storylines going forward. So. Yeah, definitely. After the shake-up, we'll, good. we'll be good. So, Speaking of which, though, let's do it. Let's get onto the guard. The let's, let's move on to this huge crown jewel card. We'll start off with Mansoor and Mustafa Ali in a singles match. Now, this will be the first ever singles match between two Muslim competitors on a WWE pay-per-view, which is pretty special for those guys. Yeah. Um, Ali, he's turned on Mansoor after seemingly months of trying to teach him that he needs to be a heel to make it in wrestling really and Mansoor just can't help but be a classic baby face so white hot white hot baby face white hot baby face now Mansoor is paying a dollar five and Ali is eight dollars fifty 
gamble responsibly. You know what? I'm going to shake it up. I'm going to say Ali, just, just straight off the bat. I'm going wow. 8.50. I'm going to 8.50. I'm doing wow. it. I know, I know you're all over Mansour. I, I'm going I, to Ali. I am, I am on Mansour. That's a special. Like, he's from special. Saudi Arabia. Here it is. It's, it's better the day, folks. Better the day. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> Dylan is on Mansour, $1.05. Mansour. He's from Saudi Arabia. He's undefeated at Saudi events. It's going to pop the crowd big time. It's a it's a win for Mansoor for me. You're right. Yeah, I know you're right, but I just like to, you know, I'm the heel. I have <laughs> you got to be. We got to be contrarian, right? Oh, got to make it interesting. I've got a couple of contrarian ones coming up. It's fine. Now we then move on to the Queen's Queen's Crown Tournament Final. Say that ten times fast. <laughs> Dewdrop and Zelina Vega. Now this so, this women's tournament did not get much love. I don't think any of the matches went over three minutes. No, nah, there was. Yeah, nobody liked that. There was big issues with that. And I definitely didn't expect to see these two in the final. Nobody did. Nobody. Dewdrop beat Natalia and Shayna Baszler to make it the fi- make it to the final after seeing Baszler was getting a huge push. So that was interesting. Vega's another surprise. She hasn't been able to buy a win since she returned, but she's beaten Tony Storm and Carmella to make the final. Yeah, what's going on there? Tony Storm versus Carmella would have been a better final. Like, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Dewdrop's a dollar fifty-five. Vega two thirty. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I think that's generous. I think. <laughs> I think. I think Dewdrop should be the dollar five that Mansoor is. I mean, wow. Like, look, just you don't want the underdog Vega to win. Just looking at the optics of it, right? <laughs> Vega is tiny. Right. She's tiny. And Dewdrop should crush her. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's been getting the push already. It's going to elevate her even further. I, I don't see the point of putting the crown on, on Vega. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'll I'll say, all right, I'm gonna I'll go I'll go the roughy again. I'm going Vega. You can see that, can you? No, I can't, but I <laughs> got to do something here i can't agree <laughs> with you all the time we, we agree too often on here i've got to mix it up uh next next match is the king of the ring tournament final now my boy xavier woods I've, he's been wishing it into existence for how long he's he's been campaigning for the return of king of the ring for quite some time yeah so they've got to give it to him don't they uh, so he beat ricochet and jinder mahal uh standing his ways finn balor fresh off a universal title match who beat cesaro and Sami Zayn. Woods $1.67, Balor $2. So you're backing Woods? Yeah, 100%. Balor, forever the prince. Prince Devitt, he's going to stay the prince. We're going to go King Woods over, lock it in, $1.67, Ben's best bet of the day. Do you know what? I I had Balor down originally, right? Until I said that. And then then I thought about it. Balor doesn't need it. It doesn't need need it. It's a waste. He was just in the main event for the universal title he doesn't need it while as this for woods's career this could be huge and you know so this is this is the other thing for me this is vince's way of not having to put the title on the third new day member <laughs> so he's already put it on two he doesn't have to put it on woods now he can That's say true. you're king of the ring you never have to be a champion now i mean woods has really taken one for the team in a sense you know he's taken a backseat to kofi a backseat to e for so long so you know maybe this is his reward so i'm I'm with you on that one. I think Woods. Yes. Good answer. Uh, we then move on to the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, RK Bro against AJ Styles and Omos. Is oh, this feud over yet? Please. Uh, his two teams have been going at it for a while. Ever since uh, RK Bro beat them at SummerSlam. 
Okay, bro, a dollar seven. AJ and Omar six dollars fifty. Put the house on it. Dollar seven. Okay, bro. I'm sick of this. AJ and Omar need to break up. AJ needs to get back into some sort of title frame. I'm just, it's, it's annoying me. Yeah, I'm, Omos I'm, needs to go back to the performance center, man. He needs to learn how to sell. It's, it's a punish to watch. Yeah, just, I'm done with him. It is, yeah. Look, you know, I don't think we're going to see the titles flip flop back to AJ and Omos. You know, it was a nice little run. Great, you know, he's a huge dude. But it's time for some new challenges. Once the new rosters come into play, hopefully we'll see that. So uh, yeah. I'm on RK Bro as well. The dollar seven. Agreed. We then move on to the Hell in a Cell match, Edge and Seth Rollins. Now, this is the what rubber match. match, the rubber match. Edge beat Rollins at SummerSlam. Rollins beat Edge on SmackDown and tried to end his career with a stomp. Um, Rollins is determined to end Edge, broke into his house to challenge him. Edge accepted, saying that it'll be inside Hell in a Cell. We've got Edge at $1.12, Rollins at four fifty. Yeah, I, I think oh, this is going to be a cracker. Going to be a cracker. It's going to be a br- it's going to be match of the night. I think brutal. Our favorite word on this pod, brutal for sure. Um, I'm I'm going to go with Rollins. Oh, no, nah, oh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm going to go with Rollins. I'm going to say Rollins. Uh, I, did you see he came out this week and he posted a picture of the last three Hell in the Cell matches he's had, and he's like, "Take note of this. Two out of the last three are no longer in the company." Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, Mox, Moxley and Moxley Wyatt. and Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's fair. I think Edge should win. But oh. it doesn't hurt either one to lose. It doesn't hurt either one to win. They're both, it's going to be a classic match. Should, um, be, should be match of the night. This, this was going to be my upset pick. So, yeah, I'm, I'm on Rollins. I feel there's some shenanigans coming. I think Rollins is going to have something up his sleeve. Um, I think a win for Rollins does more for him going into Raw. He'll be there week to week. Edge probably won't be there week to week. They yeah. can keep the feud going for a while as well. So Rollins is my pick for that one. Yeah. Uh, next match, no holds barred. Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley in, in a match where Goldberg has threatened to murder Bobby Lashley. He, he wants the body on his record. Wow. So apparently his son's going to be there as well. So that'll be interesting to see how that ties in. So, I mean, this came the do face at SummerSlam. Uh, Lashley at MVP damaged Goldberg's leg enough that the ref had to end the match. Obviously, his son Gage ran in, entered the fray, got got himself put in a hurt lock. Um, and Goldberg, yeah, said he wants to kill Lashley. Now we've got Goldberg a dollar twenty and Lashley four dollars. There is no odds for actually if Goldberg does murder him. <laughs> Goldberg will win. They love him over there. They love it's it's our annual Goldberg botch fest. Yeah, going to Saudi Arabia. Let's have some fun with Goldberg watching everything. He'll probably actually maim Lashley, not deliberately. (laughs) um, Yeah, not deliberately, but he'll probably maim him because that's (laughs) just what he does. So, I mean, Goldberg wins for me. Yeah, I I think he wins. I mean, this feud can't really be over until Goldberg gets the win. Um, And and he doesn't have any more matches left in WWE. Got no more matches on his contract, so he'll be done for a time. So, I mean, ordinarily people would put someone over if they were going away for a while, but I don't think this fits that bill. I think Goldberg gets the win. Yeah, I agree. We then move on to the SmackDown Women's Championship triple threat match, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Sasha Banks. Now, there's an intricate history with these three, but most recently, obviously, Lynch took Banks's place in the title match at SummerSlam, beat Belair in 26 seconds. 
The boss ended up making her return at Extreme Rules uh, to leave both Lynch and Belair lying. We have Lynch at one fifty-seven, Banks at three dollars, Belair at five fifty. Oh, this is a tough one. I think anybody can win it. Me too. This this was anybody probably the can. toughest pick of the night. I think. Uh, I'm gonna roll the dice. Banks. Banks got that three dollars. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with Lynch. Um, I'm I'm wondering. I I know I don't know if there are any reports that she was going, but does Charlotte? make some sort of you know entrance well, into the yeah. match you know something or, or do they just put both titles on the line and make it a four-way and then as we talked about last week first winner gets one second winner gets the other i would like love that. that if they made it a fatal four-way fatal for both four titles, ways, that'd, that'd be a cracker that would be match. brilliant geez i might write that for my uh, draft later on in the evening um, oh, i thought it was one-on-one matches <laughs> it is it is one oh, thank you yeah. Just for those, uh, just for those. We move on then to the WWE Championship. We've got Big E and Drew McIntyre. Obviously, a little while ago, McIntyre lost a match to Lashley, so he could no longer wrestle for the title. Once Lashley lost the belt to Big E, it was back in his sights again. And the two have been kind of on the same-ish page for the last few weeks, but McIntyre wants to claim back what he feels is his. Now, he's going to have a mountain to climb because he's paying six fifty to win it. Um, Big E, $1.07. Depends if he brings out that sword, it's a whole different story. But uh, Big E at Wings odds here. I think Big E has to keep the title. He's yeah. just too too prominent in everything that's going on. Drew's had his run. Uh, it doesn't mean he won't have another run, but it's not going to happen in Saudi Arabia. It's not going to happen at this pay-per-view. Um, no. he's, he's going he's... to SmackDown anyway. It's it's just... That's right. He's not, off to SmackDown. Right. They've already planted the scenes of, uh, uh, seeds of a feud with Roman. Um, yeah. Hard to see Big E losing that one. Yeah, completely agree. Last up, we have the Universal Championship match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Beast returned at the end of SummerSlam, challenged Reigns for the title, the X Factor here. Where will Paul Heyman's allegiance lie? He did have that little comment. Uh, he goes, I will go to the ring with the reigning undisputed, you know, Universal Champion of the World, and I will be leaving with the reigning undisputed Universal Champion of the World. But he didn't name anybody. He did so, not name anybody. So, so does that mean he's just going to side with the winner? Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> uh, he did. Brock did do that little good thing though last week when he was like, "Oh, don't worry, I've already spoken to my advocate, Paul Heyman, like about the contract and stuff." So yeah. that was that was a good little thing, good little scene. We have uh, Reigns at a dollar twenty, Lesnar at four dollars. Um, I, I, where's, where's your money? My money's on the dollar twenty. You know, I I do think. Lesnar will get the title off Reigns at some point, but not just yet. In saying that, I said the same thing about Cesaro and look where he is. Um, <laughs> but this feud's reportedly going to go the distance, going to go for a little while longer. I think Reigns has got the got to hold the title for longer. Um, you know, he'll need that title to feud with McIntyre. So they're holding off Brock Lesnar till WrestleMania. Then that's that's how I see it going. Yeah, I agree. I think Reigns, Reigns holds the title. Something will happen. There'll be a bit of a schmoz somewhere and, and Lesnar will get screwed over and Reigns will keep the title. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, Crown Jewel on very early in the morning over here. It's, uh, Friday morning, Saturday morning? Uh, Friday morning. So yeah. if, you're, if you're keen, uh, 3 a.m. I believe it starts. Um, I don't know if I'll be watching that one live. I'm working late Thursday night, so it'll it'll roll straight in for me. Oh, there you so. go. Perfect for you yeah, as you finish. Beautiful. 
crack a beer and crack get into Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. Um, it's now time for the, the fun part of the podcast. The tough part. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, this is the hard, I've been stressed over this bit. <laughs> not, not that the rest hasn't been fun, but this is fun. We're under the three count draft. Now we all know the Saudi Arabia shows are about big money and getting some big name acts. With that in mind for our draft, we're going to be tasked with drafting a five match card for a huge WWE Saudi Arabia show as if money is no object and retirements don't matter. Now, we did come up with a few ground rules. Boo. Boo to ground rules. We are drafting <laughs> as if the show is this year. So anyone you draft will be competing as if they're competing this year. For example, if you'd like to take Ric Flair, you're more than welcome to him. You are drafting a 72-year-old Ric Flair to compete. Now, we can only draft one-on-one matches and tag team matches, though we can draft gimmick matches. Uh, once someone is drafted to a match, they're no longer able to be drafted by the other person. Wrestlers who've retired due to injury and could not compete today are unable to be drafted. Dylan As- threw that one in at the last second. I, did, I, I missed that rule. <laughs> I missed that rule. I've just read that rule now. That screwed me a little bit, guys, just so you know. So I might have to scramble here, but okay, keep going. He's a liar. I told him. <laughs> AEW contracted wrestlers are also off limits. Now, Ooh. Benny, you have the first pick. Woo! Finally. Who are you taking as your main event? I guess it would be. It's my main event. And I've got a little little uh, audio here to uh, help me with this one. Uh my first person coming out to the ring will be. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? We've got the rock versus Brock Lesnar in the main event. Rock v Brock. It's just Jeez. in a straight singles match. Boom. That is headline. I did not that see that coming. Boom. The rock versus Brock. Okay. All right. Well, that eliminates all my rock matches that I'd set <laughs> uh, and all my Brock matches that I'd set. All right. I am then going to go. You want to go Hollywood? I'm going to go Hollywood for you. Hogan? No, not oh. Hogan. Cena. Uh, two of the biggest names in Hollywood right now. We're going to see Cena against Batista. Yeah, nice. Nice match. I still, I'm in front already, but that's all right. That's okay. I, this this next match, they're both on the current current rosters. Uh, I just think, I just want to see these two have a match. I think it'll be a brilliant match. I'm going to go Edge versus Finn Balor. Edge and Balor. Okay, let's write that down. How do you see that one going? Uh, I think Edge gets over, but it'll be like a, a 45 minute just technical and amazing match. All right. Okay, well, it's time I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out some of the old boys. Oh, maybe a little bit of this. Oh, do you want to use them though? I thought about it. I thought about. It. I, I am. Said, no, I am, and this is gonna be. I don't. This isn't gonna be a classic. All right. This is purely for the the marks out there who want to see this. We're gonna have DX against the Dudley Boys. Oh. Uh, that's fine, but is is Triple H not still in hospital? <laughs> uh, isn't uh, this is where the whole injury could not compete today came in? That's why I didn't pick Triple H. No, you can have him okay. from his from his hospital bed. You can have him. No worries. <laughs> uh, 
And, and sorry, next- before I finish, before I finish, that's going to be a tables match too, Whoa. by the way. Oh, is May Young going to go through one or? Maybe, we'll see. <laughs> um, my next match is actually a match that we've already seen and we've spoken about on this pod before as one of my favourite matches between these two tag teams. It's going to be a Hill in the Cell match between the New Day and the Usos. Wow. We've seen it before, but these two can elevate it again. And I just, I've watched that match probably 30 times. I love that match. It's brilliant. That is an absolute classic. Um, whew, all right. Jeez, this is, this is getting tough now. All right. I'm, I'm going to book now. I'm going to book my women in. Oh, don't steal it. I'm going to book my women in. Now, originally, I will tell you, I was going to book in a tag team match, mm. which was going to take away a lot of uh, great women. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to can pivot. I, can I guess? Can I guess? It was you can. going to be Trish and Lita. Trish and Lita versus somebody? Yes. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pivot. And I'm going to have Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch in a submission match. Okay. Okay. That hurts. Well, I'm going to save my women now because I don't know who I'm going to pick out of those now. Um, Oh, maybe I just go with it then because I also had down the tag team match between the women and it was also... Well, you can take it's there for you now. Trish and Lita versus uh, Charlotte and Sasha. So that's, I think that's old school, new school. You did steal Becky. I was going to use Becky in there, yeah. but I've, I've pivoted to Charlotte instead. As, as was I when I originally had that match. <laughs> um, all right. Where are we at now? All right, I've got my last match set. I'm happy with that, so I'm going to leave that for now. Um, I don't really have that many left, to be honest. Jeez, um, all right. I okay, all right, okay. I'm I'm going. Oh. So I need to ask you a question though. Um, when you say New Day, does yeah, that include yeah. Big E? Oh. Was he in that Hell in a Cell match you mentioned? Well, I was. I personally was thinking Kofi and and Woods. Okay, good. Well, we'll run with that. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna go Big E versus Roman Reigns, Ooh. and this is gonna be to become the undisputed champion. Wow! There you go. All right, my last match. Also two current stars still. Two of my favourites. So I just want to see them fight. Uh, we're going to go with my lookalike KO versus RKO in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Falls Count Anywhere. Yeah. So they could end up in the desert for all we know. <laughs> but anything could happen. All right. Okay. I've got my last match now. I don't know how good this match is going to be, but it's going to be it's going to be fun to see how it plays out. We're going to have Gable Stevenson. What? That's taking Kurt on Angle. Kurt Angle. 
In oh, a, it's true. It's damn true. In a two out of three falls match. Fair enough. What are the falls? <laughs> no, it's just like oh, the just, best just two straight out of match. Three. That's two out okay. of three. No, no stipulations. No stipulations. No, no stipulations. Two out of three. No, no stipulations. But how did you say that again? No stipulations. <laughs> it's been no a long stipulations, time. y'all. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. So there we I'm go. I'm pretty Benny. happy about that. I wrote down five matches and I got all five I wanted. So I'm pretty happy. Very about nice. That. Very nice. Benny's card. He's got Rock v Brock. Do you old, smell what the Rock is cooking? Old SummerSlam match that we've seen. Uh, I've got Edge and Balor, New Days and the Usos in Hell in a Cell. I've got Trish and Lita against Sasha and Charlotte. And Kevin Owens against Randy Orton uh, in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Now, I have the Battle of the Hollywood Megastars, Batista and Cena. <laughs> Batista versus Cena is my main event. We've got Nobody DX will be able to against... see one of the people in a match, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> We've got DX and the Dudley Boys in a tables match. We've got Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch in a submission match. We've got Big E and Roman Reigns to find out the undisputed WWE champion. Then we've got Gable Stevenson and Kurt Angle in a two out of three falls match. Yeah. Now, it, you didn't have any other matches down, Benny? No, five matches, mate. Five matches. There it is on a poster. Wow. Bang. I had... I, just, I was that confident. I had so many here. I was... I had a lot of, like, Undertaker options. Um, but yeah, I just kind of just... thought... We've seen it. I thought that's the reason I didn't introduce them. Like, think about it. And that's the reason I didn't use DX as well. Like, I just, I sort of stayed with current wrestlers and just threw the rock in there as well. A bit of fun. And I, then I really, later. I really wanted to do a triple threat Hell in a Cell between Triple H, Batista, and Randy Orton. But, oh, uh, evolution. Due, Special due guest the, referee, Ric Flair. <laughs> due to the rules, I, I couldn't do that. I had a few Batista, Orton, No Holds Barred, Batista Edge. So we both um, had RKO in a no holds barred match. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I had a lot of Triple H matches. Cena, Triple H, Reigns, Triple H, Undertaker, Triple H, Triple H and Shane in a ladder match. I thought about Shane McMahon. I did have Shane McMahon on the other side of the post-it note, but I <laughs> left him out. Uh, I didn't know about Bray Wyatt. I thought Bray Wyatt v Edge match could be fun, but I kind of left that. If... If you didn't take Brock, I was going to put him in the ring with Lashley. Some, something uh, many of us have been hoping to see. Uh, yeah, well, I think my theory behind Edge versus Finn Balor as well was that Edge was going to come out with the brood entrance again and was going to be Fiend, Demon Balor. So yeah, nice. So I, I forgot to mention that, but yeah, that, that was kind of my thought. Well, I'll make it. I'll that. make it Demon Balor when we put it up on the social. Demon today. Balor and Brood Edge, just because you know the crowd will pop. They want to. They want that Brood entrance and stuff like that. We, we just got it, so we know we can do it again. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. So there you go. That was that was. Why I'm glad you got your five matches. Uh, still think my cards better, but you know we'll we'll, well see what the socials. You always think that. You always think that. We'll see what the socials. Um, the socials were very split on our last. Uh, they were they last were. draft. Interesting. So Even, it means we've and, done a good job, right? Your beautiful wife. She sided with me, so we all love that. Thank you very much. The BWF, the, hey? Hey, BWF. all about the BWF. <laughs> oh, also, if you haven't watched it, guys, Heels. Watch Heels. Go it's and check amazing. out. Check out It does Heels. get a little bit in the middle of the season. It's a little bit tough to watch, but, I mean, it's it finished with a bang. Go and watch that. That's amazing. Yeah. Probably probably the second last episode is my favourite, but, yeah, great, great stuff. Yeah, great yeah stuff. definitely. 
Well, that's all we've got time for you here on the three count podcast this week. We'll post our draft up onto the socials and you can let us know what you think. Make sure you tune in next week. We're going to have a huge show. We're going to look at what happened at crown jewel and how the first night went for the new rosters on SmackDown and raw. Yeah. We've got NXT Halloween havoc, all the happenings in AEW as we move towards full gear, you know, it's plenty happening. So uh, if you've got any comments or suggestions, hit us up on the socials at three count pod on Twitter and Facebook at three count podcast on Instagram or email us three count pod at outlook.com. Benny, thanks again for joining us. Thanks Dil. just give a quick shout out to our long-term listener as well. Maddie Jones. Just wanted to shout you out, buddy. Thank you for all your support. Thank you very much. Thanks Maddie. Appreciate it. Now everyone go and enjoy crown jewel. Nice and early in the morning. We'll see you there. Take care. Dil. Yeah. Sweet. Was that better? Did it, did it work? <laughs>